0: Hi, I'm Melanie Walker, and like you, we are all trying to navigate this scary time of self-isolation when we're dealing with this challenging COVID-19 outbreak, and we're doing it one day at a time. Today, I'm joined in studio by Dr. Piero Letola, who's the lead consultant for donor services at the South African National Blood Service. Dr. Piero,
1: what is the SANBS's take on this? Three key messages, really. South Africa, let's pull together to make sure we prevent the spread of COVID-19 in our communities. If you are well, please come and donate. We need the blood. What's more, we will make sure that you are safe when you come through to donate. Doctors, let's work together to make sure that we use blood wisely.
0: How is the South African National Blood Service actually coping at a time like this?
1: And this are really challenging times indeed for us as an organization whose purpose is trusted to save lives. We take the health and safety of our stakeholders very seriously and it is our social responsibility to take the necessary steps to ensure that uh, we prevent the spread of COVID-19. Our operations are currently continuing and all measures are being taken to protect our employees, our donors as well as our stakeholders. Donor centers are still operating. Yes, our donor centres are still operational across the country. We've put measures in place to ensure that our donors, when they come to donate, they are safe and to make sure that our staff as well, when they go out to collect, are also safe.
0: Have you seen a drop in figures? Because I can well imagine that with having to close down various businesses and schools and universities going on breaks, that you're not getting the same donations that you're used to getting.
1: Unfortunately, we have. This was kind of anticipated given the situation that we are in. However, the drops in the amount of blood that we are seeing is quite significant. So just to give you an idea, on a normal basis, we need to operate with a five-day stock level in order to know that we have enough blood for patients out there in South Africa. Currently, the stock levels have dropped to less than three days. And in addition to that, we're seeing loads of cancellation of clinics across the board, specifically in uh, major cities like Johannesburg, Durban. We're seeing quite a lot of cancellations. Just to give you an idea, today alone, 101 clinics were cancelled and to date we have well over 15,400 units of blood that were supposed to be collected having been cancelled and this is something that is uh, of great concern for us as an organization because we really need the blood to ensure that we're saving patients lives.
0: So people are really fearful about going into public as it is and then especially going to a place where they're dealing with bodily fluids. So what precautionary measures have been put in place?
1: First and foremost, We've made sure that our clinics are actually safe. So we've placed some alcohol sanitizers, alcohol wipes at the entrances to our clinics. And we have a signage that reminds donors as they arrive that they need to use the alcohol before into the clinics. We also have a staff member at the door screening just to ensure that people who might have come into contact with uh, COVID-19 don't actually come into our clinics. That is, for instance, uh, we screening for issues such as have you traveled overseas have you been in contact with anybody that might have been confirmed to have covid-19 or have you actually been diagnosed with covid-19 because remember as time goes on we might be seeing more people who actually have been diagnosed or confirmed to have covid-19 and then in addition to that we are also screening donors for flu symptoms so anybody with flu symptoms don't actually enter the clinics and our staff as well as screened on a daily basis for any flu symptoms or any international travel And any staff member that has symptoms or is at any point in time actually is not supposed to be on the premises, we make sure that they are not in the clinics. So it's perfectly safe for me to still go and give blood? It is perfectly safe for you to go and give blood. In fact, our infection control measures now are way higher than what it was before because obviously we've added steps that are related to COVID-19 that were not there before. What we have implemented within the clinics themselves is our clinics get disinfected with alcohol in the morning before the clinic starts at the end and also in between every single donor we disinfect all the surfaces and the beds where the donors are are now sitting to collect blood, we have spaced them out to make sure that they are at least one meter apart as per recommendations by the NICD and WHO. Can the virus be contracted through blood? No, the virus cannot be contracted through blood. There is actually presently no evidence that suggests that COVID-19 can be transmitted through blood. Individuals are not at risk of contracting COVID-19 through blood donation or even through blood transfusion processes since this is a respiratory virus and respiratory viruses are really transmitted through droplets. Can blood tests detect the virus at all? No. Diagnostic testing for COVID-19 is currently conducted on throat swabs as well as on sputum samples. This is part of the reason why I think some people were getting confused and there was misconception around whether we do test for COVID-19 because we deal with blood. The tests for COVID-19 are not on blood. Okay, now what happens to
0: blood if any other infections detected
1: in my blood? Well, should we detect any infections in your blood that are cause for concern, SunBest would then get in touch with you and advise you on the infection and the appropriate steps that you would need to take.
0: Many people may be wondering why it's still important to continue donating blood during this time. What is the reason? Because this is not a blood-borne disease.
1: The need for blood is likely to increase. We anticipate that there's likely to be added pressure on the blood supply, given the coming holidays of Easter or Ramadan, the winter months. But most importantly, we have seen a decline in the number of people presenting to donate because everybody is now afraid to be out there. And therefore, that also is impacting. And very importantly, schools and universities have already been closed. This is a major source of blood collection for us. So there's definitely a huge need for people to come and donate. Therefore, I would like to really urge healthy donors across all blood groups. Please do continue to come and donate blood to ensure that we have enough blood levels and blood stocks for patients in need.
0: How can doctors or hospitals be responsible with blood usage at this time?
1: This is a very critical aspect as well. Doctors need to make sure that they use blood only for patients that actually need transfusion. Given the fact that the blood stocks and blood levels are expected to decline even further than they've already began uh, declining. Doctors need to make sure that uh, they use blood sparingly. So there's multiple measures that we have in place for this. One of the measures that we have is, especially for hospitals that have a 24-hour blood bank, doctors can order one unit at a time, making sure that blood doesn't get wasted, ordered, and then not used. There's also what we call a BRB hamper, which is blood on a returnable basis, which enables doctors to return blood in a manner that can still be used for another patient. And then lastly, we have a program called patient blood management, which deals with measures in which blood conservation can actually take place.
0: Okay, but what does that actually mean?
1: Patient blood management in practical terms consists of three main pillars. The first pillar is making sure that Pre operative anemia for patients is managed. So patients who might necessarily need blood when they go for operation, making sure that you give them treatment such as iron replacement, iron treatment, iron therapy, etc., before they go for surgery. The second pillar is intraoperative, where you ensure that during surgery itself you conserve blood as much as possible. How that can be done includes aspects such as ensuring that the surgeon who's conducting the surgery is skilled enough, ensuring that there is no no unnecessary wastage of blood, and also ensuring that the patient's temperature is maintained within the required levels, as well as making sure that the patient is not on any medication that can actually end up leading to blood loss. And the third pillar? The third pillar is really about harnessing the patient's own physiological mechanisms that are meant to ensure that they actually don't go into a state of anemia.
0: Where can I donate and where can I find out more information?
1: Well, you can donate at any of our sites. Uh, You can go to our website to locate a site which is nearest to the area where you are. Otherwise, you can also contact the Sunbus on our call center number to find out the clinic that is most convenient for you. And to find more information really related to COVID-19, you can contact the National Institute for Communicable Disease, NICD, on their COVID nineteen hotline number which is zero eight double zero zero two nine triple nine. What should
0: people look out for before they even think about going into one of the clinics?
1: Any symptoms of flu, so that would be runny nose, coughing, sneezing, sore throat, fever. We discourage uh, people currently who have those symptoms. Our advice is please do delay donation until your symptoms have cleared. And once your symptoms have cleared and you're well, please do present to come and assist us with this very important work of collecting blood.
0: So numbers have declined radically. What innovative measures have SANBS been putting in or intend putting in to be able to get people to donate?
1: We have had to relook the way we collect blood while we used to collect blood mostly from uh, businesses, from schools, community gatherings, churches, etc., these places are now not as ideal for us to collect from because we're seeing higher cancellation from these areas. So now we're starting to look at alternative ways. We need to go where the people are. So what we're going to be doing now is actually visiting people in their homes, coming to homes to collect blood from, for instance, from the estates. So what we would really like, want to appeal to the public is if uh, you do get an invitation from your estate manager that the SANBS is coming through to collect blood, please do come through and assist us, uh, assist the nation by coming through to donate. And we can really assure you that we've put all measures in place to make sure that when you do come through to donate, you will not be placed at risk of contracting COVID-19. So Dr. Pialo, any last thoughts here? The message really is simple. As South Africans, let's pull together and make sure we prevent the spread of COVID-19 in our communities. If you're well, and you can, please come through and donate. We really need the blood for our patients out there, and that your safety from COVID-19 is definitely not compromised. Doctors, let's use blood wisely. Let's use blood only in instances and for patients who really need the blood. Well, there you have
0: it. And if you would like to find out more about where to go and donate, please do get along to the website, sanbs.org.za. There's all the information you need there. And in the words of our president, if we act swiftly with purpose and collectively, we can limit the effects of the coronavirus on our people in our country. And thank you. That was Dr. Piolo Latola from the South African National Blood Services sharing crucial information for blood donors in the country during the outbreak of COVID-19.
1: You've been listening to another episode from the Solid Gold Podcast Studios.